Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lottie Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher, missionary to the U.S. territory of Guam. And my, do I have a good um, topic for today. Uh, Today, on today's Word Wednesday, now traditionally what we do is we look into the Word of God and see what God has for us today. But I want to try and shake things up a little bit for us today as we're going to be looking at what the Bible says about a certain topic uh, I guess you could say this is going to be a t- more topical Word Wednesday than normal. But today we're going to be going over what the Bible teaches on equity. Now, equity, that is a word that we've been hearing a lot of in today's society. Um, a, a lot among liberals will use the word equity. I believe I was reading the other day that our precious transportation secretary, Pete Buttigy, was talking about making the roads more racial, uh, more uh, racially equ- equitable, I believe the term was. And we're going to be looking into seeing what exactly equity is, what the liberal mind teaches equity is, and what the Bible teaches what equity actually is. Uh, There are pretty much three definitions, from what I can see, as to what equity actually is. You have what the liberals teach what equity is, which um, we will go into that. You have what the Bible says, and then you have what the world definition of equity is, and that kind of actually lines up with what the Bible teaches about what equity really is. You'll notice a lot of people, especially with the newer generation, it used to be about equality and being equal, but now it's about uh, having equity, being equitable. It's we've changed words. Now, what is the the changing of the words here? Now, real quick, if you wouldn't mind turning with me in your Bibles, if you're able to, of course, turn with me in your Bibles over to Proverbs chapter two. We will start with verse 6, Proverbs 2, 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou, then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every good path. Now, here in this passage of Scripture, the uh, the writer, Solomon, is talking about where wisdom comes from the Lord. Um, we as Christians, we must understand something that the world can never understand until they get saved, is that true wisdom does not come from a Buddhist monk out east. True wisdom does not come from some guy who knows how to make a speech sitting in Washington, D.C. True wisdom comes from the very Word of God and comes from the Lord. That is true wisdom. That is the number one source of wisdom. Anything outside of that is just foolishness. You want real wisdom in this world? You seek what God has to say about the matter. You seek what God has to say, and you will find real wisdom in this world. And this is what the psalmist is saying is, For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. You want real knowledge? You seek what the Lord has to say. We have a lot of people nowadays. They're smart fellows, but they say, but to be honest, they're fools because they don't believe in God when in actuality, 
God is from where God is where wisdom and knowledge and understanding comes from. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every good path. You know what that's talking about. That's talking about, hey, you walk after the Lord, you do right, you be righteous. Then you'll understand. Thou shalt understand. You'll understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Now, real quick, we will look and see what equity actually is. Now, the world likes to teach that equity is a... They, they try and pervert the definition of equity. Now, the best way to describe what the world teaches of equity is I'll use this definition and um, trying to explain this best I can. Starting with equality, this is what the, uh, I'm looking at a liberal website right now, and it's t- teaching the difference between equality and equity. Now, equality, it says, equals sameness. Equality is about sameness. It promotes fairness and justice by giving everyone the same thing. But it can only work if everyone starts from the same place. In this example, equality only works if everyone is the same height. It's uh, got a picture of three fel- uh, three people at a ball game. I'm assuming they're men, but, you know, it's from a liberal, liberal website. You can never tell nowadays. And they're looking over the fence to watch the ball game. You have one guy that's real tall. He can see easily. One guy that's... Uh, his head, his neck is where the fence is, so he's having a kind of hard time to see. And then you have a toddler that's half the size of the fence, and they can't see. Now, equality in their definition teaches that each one of these fellas gets a box. So the tall feller gets taller, the little kid gets a little taller, but the toddler still can't see. Now, equity equals fairness. Equity is about fairness. It's about making sure people get access to the same opportunities. Sometimes our differences and or history can create barriers to participation. So we must first ensure equity before we can join, enjoy equality. And in this example, the very tall fella that had no trouble sitting over has given his box over to the toddler. And so the toddler is at the same height as the other two. Now, what is this teaching? What is what is this teaching? What they're trying to say, if you look at this face value, what the world teaches equity is, it's not that bad of a thing. If I didn't want to actually see what the Bible had to say about it, and if I didn't actually question it, or have, you know, an IQ higher of two points, I'd say that this was a good thing. And on paper, it looks pretty good. But what they're teaching is actually a very negative thing. It's wrong. What they're teaching here is pretty much flat-out socialism. And socialism basically says, well, uh, if Joe has $50 and I have zero, guess what, Joe? You don't. Uh, since I have zero, Joe, you need to give me 45 of that 50. You need to give me at least half. We need to be equal here. You hear the term spread the wealth. That's equity for you right there. Spread the wealth. Make it in, in e- make everybody on equal footing. Equality equals sameness. Equity equals what they call fairness. Now, let's see real quick 
what equity actually really is. And the Webster's 1828 Dictionary describes equity as justice, right? In practice, equity is the impartial distribution of justice or doing that to another, which the laws of God and man and of reason give him a right to claim. It is the treating of a person according to justice and reason. See, what equity really is, is the proper, the proper display of judgment. And we see in Scripture, you know, the Bible says that our God is a just God. And we see here in Proverbs chapter, Proverbs 2, I believe it was. Oh my goodness, I'm already forgetting my own Scripture. <laughs> Proverbs 2. Look with me in Proverbs 2, 9. Then shalt thou understand righteousness, and look at that word, judgment. You know, we as people, we as a human race, we're nothing but sinners. And in actuality, if the if people of this world wanted true equity, if they wanted true fairness, guess what? You have to look for that in the Bible. And the Bible teaches that you and I, we are born sinners. And that's, that's the, you want equality right there. You want the fairness right there. Guess what? We're born sinners. God, uh, the Bible says God is a just God. You know what that means? That means that we as sinners, we have to be judged for that. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every man, woman, and child, we've all sinned. That's the real definition of equity. That's what the Bible teaches about equity. You want real equity? Let me tell you, buddy, get ready for some judgment. Get ready to hear that what you've been doing in your life is wrong. Get ready to hear that the sins you've been committing in your life and the stuff that you've been saying and the foulness of your mouth is wrong. Get ready to hear that. That's real equity. This stuff that the world is pushing, when you hear these uh, these politicians, right and left, talk about equity, you know what they're talking about? They're talking about nothing but socialism. That's all it is. They're not talking about righteousness. They're not talking about judgment. They're not talking about any, any of that. Real equity comes from God. God is a God all about equity. You know why? Because he's a just God. Real equity is justice. Look with me over. Turn in your Bibles over to Psalms 98, verse 9. Psalms chapter 98, verse 9. I've got a couple of scripture references today to show us a little bit about what the Bible has to say about equity. Before the Lord, for he cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world and people and the people with equity. You know what that means? Lord's coming back. He's going to judge the world. And the people are going to be judged with equity. It means that when when the Lord comes back and he judges us and he when he comes back he's going to judge us. And it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, billionaire, doesn't matter if you're the world's most powerful politician or who you are. Doesn't matter doesn't matter where you were born, how you were born, what you were born into. Doesn't matter. 
He's going to judge all of us the same. The only thing that is going to set anyone apart is if your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. If your name is written down in that book, that is what's going to set you apart. But this world and everyone in it is going to be judged with equity. There will be nothing. Uh, these people, these people in power crack me up. They, they make me laugh. They think that just because they've been in politics their entire life, just because they have power amongst men, they feel and they think that they have power over God. And that there's nothing that, that they have to fear. There's nothing that will get in their way, and everything will be all right. The, that, it couldn't be farther from the truth. The Bible teaches that everyone, every man, woman, and child will be judged with equity. The, uh, another thing that the liberal world teaches and tries to say is that God is a God of love. Yes, he is. He is. But we often forget, and the world doesn't like to be reminded of it, is that God is a just God. God is about justice. The sins we commit have to be punished. We cannot get off scot-free. The sins that I committed before I were saved, the punishment for that sin, guess what? The punishment for that was hell. Hell and damnation for all of eternity. But since I got saved, my sins have been forgiven. But there's a lot of people out there who aren't saved, whose sins aren't forgiven. And one day they'll stand before the Lord and they'll be judged for that. He's coming back to judge the world. You know what is very interesting about Psalms 98, verse 9? It says, with righteousness. God's coming back, and he's got a view of the world that you and I can't imagine, that you and I can't see. He sees it from a different perspective, and he's coming back with that righteousness to judge the world. It's going to be a very sad day when that happens. There's going to be a lot of people that they're going to get judged. I personally don't want any want to see that happen to anybody. But I know it's going to happen. Look with me real quick. In Isaiah chapter 11, verse 4. Isaiah 11, verse 4. I had this bookmarked earlier, and now I have lost my bookmark along with the whole book of Isaiah. Here we go. I just found it. Uh, that's why you got to keep a better eye on your bookmarks. Isaiah 11, verse 4. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with, what's that word? Equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. 
God's coming back with righteousness, and he's going to judge everyone with righteousness. You know why? Because he's the only one who ever could. You know why Jesus Christ, uh, the Bible says that Jesus Christ did not come to the world to condemn the world or to judge the world? You know why he didn't? Because it was already judged. It was already found, found guilty. So have we. Up until salvation, and if you're listening to this and you're not saved, we've sinned. We've sinned before a holy, almighty, and precious God. The only punishment for that is death and hell. That's the only thing you and I have got waiting for us. That's all we deserve. But you know what? God God made sure that we had a way out. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross of Calvary for you and me. Not only was God the judge, but he was also our lawyer and our defense. God loved us so much that he decided, you know what, I'm going to give you a chance to make things right. I'm going to give you a chance to go to heaven. And that opportunity, that chance, now here's, here's real fairness for you. Here's real equality. Here's real equity for you. Not only are all of us sinners and all of us condemned to die and go to hell, but all of us can be saved. All of us have the chance to accept that gift that Jesus Christ gave on the cross of Calvary, and that is 100%, no strings attached, full salvation. All of us have the chance to take that gift and to do something with it. To ask Jesus Christ into our hearts and and to ask him to forgive us of our sins. That's not just for a, a small group of people. That's for every single one of us. Every single man, woman, and child. Real equity Huh. This world doesn't even know what real equity is. We change. I heard one politician the other day that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they call her AOC. I heard her get up there and say that language was fluid. What a more, I don't believe I've heard a more dangerous sentence in a while. Because when language becomes fluid, any word can mean what we want it to mean. Thus is the case with equity. We try and make that word to mean, well, that just means fairness. It means sameness. It means it means we're giving everybody the same opportunity. That's not what it really means. It means we're all the same. And it means that when the Lord comes back with full justice and full might, you and I, unless you're saved, you're going to be standing there with your, 
with the other people in this world before the almighty before the almighty throne of god and before the almighty judgment of our heavenly father that's what real equity means that's what the bible teaches about equity not what the world teaches about equity what the world te- is teaching is wrong it's false it's a socialistic point of view the real goal here to show that people are, we are all sinners. The Bible says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. God did did not send his son Jesus Christ to die, to die on the cross of Calvary for a certain group of people. He did it to save everyone in the world. That's real equity for you. Real equity. So next time you hear the definition, you hear somebody say equity on the news, remember what real equity is. In practice, equity is the impartial distribution of justice or the doing that to another which the laws of God and man and of reason give him a right to claim. It is the treating of a person according to justice and reason. Our God is a God of justice. He's a God of law. He's a God of, he's a God of order. My heart breaks to know of the many people that are going to be there one day when judgment is issued out, when it's issued forth. There's going to be a lot of people there. But hey, you and I, we can make a difference. We can tell other people about Jesus Christ. We can tell other people about the gospel. We can tell other people that they don't have to go to hell when they die. They don't have to go through that. We can still make a difference. Just what the Bible has to say about equity. Um, It's very interesting to see how the world will twist words and their meaning to fit their own view. And here we see that the Bible has a very specific view on what equity really is. Thank you again for joining us today on this episode of Lottie Talks. Bit of a different Word Wednesday. I don't normally do topical messages. But it's, uh, it's always a blessing to see what the Bible has to say and how it meets up with current, current world situations. Because you know what? People will say that the world has changed and we've moved on from the ancient, what is it? I heard someone say ancient dogma of the Bible. I heard someone say that the other day. It had me laughing. But in reality, it, the reality of the situation is the Bible is more relevant now more than it ever has been. And it will stay relevant. You know why? Because this is God's holy word. It's a living book. It will always be relevant. Thank you again for joining us here today. Uh, if you've, if God's used this to work on your heart, if you've liked what you've heard, I urge you, uh, just 
small favor to ask. Go ahead and share this on any social media you've got. Uh, share it. Tell other people about it. We like seeing what God's able to do through this podcast, and it's been a blessing. It's always a blessing to get to record these. Thank you very much. God bless you all, and have a very great day.